What's up, man? What's up? How's it going? It's going pretty good. It's, it's actually been, been a, a while, yeah. Like <laughs> it's been a while since we've seen each other. Yeah. Which is good because we have a lot to talk about, and that's good for the podcast. <laughs> True. We were supposed to do these bi-weekly. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> that's definitely not happening. Just have to go with the flow. Yeah, we don't want to force it either, you know? Just whenever we feel it's like the right time and we have a good topic and we're in a good state of mind, we record. Perfect. That that actually is a good segue into our mental check-in. How are you feeling? Where are you at? Mm, nothing's changed since the last time of just like a lot of things going on in my life. But last time, I couldn't really see the light at the end of the tunnel. But now I'm starting to see something like I can see the fruits of my labor slowly paying off. I'm nowhere near where I want to be yet, but it's motivating to see that some of the things that I've been working towards are at least somewhat paying off. Mm, That's enough of a reason to push or if anything, push harder because it's like, Hey, whatever you're doing, it's working. So keep fucking going right right how about you pretty much the same uh a lot of things in progress but I, i i'm i'm feeling good i'm feeling good about where i'm at what i'm doing like i said last time i have a plan for everything that's not in my hands yet so right yeah workouts are going good i'm seeing a little progress physically so that's good that's important the shirt i'm wearing right now is fitting a little looser than it did last year hey see that's exactly what i mean light at the end of the tunnel you know you keep going to the gym you keep going to the gym you're not seeing anything and then just one day you just drop like two pounds maybe like you know two that seems like a healthy amount to drop in one yeah month maybe one less than a month but and then it just keeps motivating you just keep going and going and going but health is health is super important but that's another topic for another day yeah but quick quick segue speaking of uh, you you mentioned weight but apparently when you're um trying to lose weight you shouldn't be looking at your weight per se you should look at your waist size because your weight fluctuates a lot but the a reduce reducing weight waist size is like a good measure of progress no that that definitely makes sense yeah because you know you don't really eat the same meal and drink the same amount of water every day you have there's a lot that goes into you know it's like it's almost like a standardized exper- experiment right everything you do every day needs to be exactly the same then only will your weight actually determine your f- fitness progress i guess yep yep Anyways, back back to our topic for today. Yes. Um, so today we're gonna actually going to be talking about motivation and how it affects people and how... What you think about to motivate yourself. Right, right. I think that's pretty important too. So I guess what's the major thing in your life right now that you're okay with sharing that you're struggling to find motivation for or struggling to keep motivation for? Um, I guess just like what I'm 
doing from five to nine. Okay. If that makes sense. Right. After work stuff. Right. Because uh, there's, there's a couple of things that I am doing. It's just like being consistent at it is kind of difficult, but. Right. Hint it. Um, a hint at what at least it's probably is it are you studying for something is it more of like is it back to the gym stuff is it like physical labor no it's it's a it's a mix of both it's a little bit of back to the gym it's a little bit of just bettering myself professionally so like yeah studying and and um get learning more things and right um in in the field that i'm working in uh which sometimes it doesn't have immediate like satisfaction to it like yes just because I learned two or three hours worth of information I can't immediately ask for a pay raise you know what I mean exactly exactly so that I guess that's kind of where I'm struggling but I'm working on it yeah I guess for me, work is work, you know, I, I think everybody has the same goal, either to get to a comfortable position where their salary is good enough to the point where they don't need or have the desire to progress further. Like, a lot of people don't really want that added pressure that comes along with being a project manager or a CEO or a CTO or whatever of a company. Sometimes they just get to like a lower managerial position and they're more than happy with what they have because I've at my, in my field, I've seen my managers get paid in the $300,000 range, but they never leave the office. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a matter of like, why and what are you sacrificing and are you even sacrificing anything? I know one of my managers doesn't really like his family. You know, he's on the older side. His kids have all graduated. They have their own families. Him and his wife don't get along. That's more than enough a reason to just stay at work and like distract yourself from your home life. What What does motivation just in general mean to you? Like if you were to define it for yourself. When things get tough, what do you think about or what do you do? to keep yourself going okay that's my definition of motivation okay that's that's a that's a that's an interesting i feel like that's very common type of definition <laughs> what keeps you going um, no exactly but, but that, it that doesn't really it makes sense yeah, yeah it's it not, doesn't it's have to be yeah yeah it's not profound i i don't, I don't like to make things too profound because when you try to make things too profound there's a lot of things that get lost in translation Right. But it, uh, I guess to make a small change to my definition, it, things don't really have to be tough. It could just be like uh, remembering to brush your teeth at night. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you're already in bed, you're snuggled up and you're like, uh. <laughs> you know, but right. that still comes back to what do you think about to make yourself do things that you that will definitely better you, but not in the immediate future. Mm. So I, I, I have, think, yeah, I multiple think definitions to like simplify it to the T and put it in like very like layman terms. It's simply just like what 
makes you get up in the morning? Mm. Like what motivates you or what what pushes you to roll out of bed, not hit snooze 500 times and, you know, either get to work or or go to the gym or whatever that may be. Right. Yeah, the, I think that kind of you're right. What motivates you to get out of bed in the morning is one instance and then a series of actions that you do throughout your day. You need motivation for each and every single one of those. It could be the same source of motivation or multiple sources of motivation, depending on what you're doing. But there is this one saying, I forgot who said it, but he was like, motivation is like showering, you know, Mm. you can't just get motivation and then just keep it going. You know, you got to renew it every day, just like you take a shower every day, you got to find something new or convince yourself that whatever was motivating you the day before is still worthy or that it's still something that produces, I don't know, anger inside you to keep yourself from going, jealousy inside you that keeps you from going, you know, keeps you going, I mean. Yeah. So in a certain, let's, let's start with a certain setting because I think this is super important that a lot of fitness gurus and uh, like anybody who is involved with fitness always thinks that they know the most about what motivates you to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. There's an, I don't really go to the gym. I run a lot and I'm mm-hmm. training for a marathon soon. So I'll talk next about what motivates me. And like when I'm on the 16th mile and mm-hmm. I, everything is fucking hurting, mm-hmm. what do I think about to stop myself from stopping? Mm-hmm. So when you're at home, you're super comfortable. What is truly the reason why you want to even get fit? For me, um, I just don't feel good in my body right now. Like the little bit of fat I have and like, like, like 4.35 PM rolls around and I feel super like lethargic and Mm -hmm. tired. So I just, and sometimes like now this is getting a little kind of personal but not don't make it personal i'll i'll like randomly throughout the day just sitting just sitting at my desk my like heart rate will like spike to like Mm. 80 85 90 maybe even like 100 just like sitting and like not just sitting there's no like stressful stimulus nothing like that yeah Mm. And the only reason I've started noticing that is because of the of that watch that we both wear. <laughs> right. The heart rate watches. <laughs> the, the heart rate watches, right? So I think I just... It's not just the watch saying it, but you feel it as well, right? Right, exactly. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's not just the watch malfunctioning. Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I used to feel it before, but mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was. What it was, And right. then the watch, like... um quantified that right okay so it's it's so just like now you've held that you've mentioned health reasons right that your energy levels aren't consistent throughout the day and there are some weird health side effects that you're facing anything anything other than the heart rate no 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 that's that's pretty much it just like yeah feeling better about myself physically right 
and I guess some then, of the more and then externally, I guess mm-hmm. I want I, I want to look good to attract you know the other gender, right? Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't want to get laid? You know? Yeah. Get laid or find the one or anything. It could be anything. I think you could just summarize it as being attractive to the opposite sex or being attracted to whatever your sexuality aligns to. Right. Because at the end of the day, who doesn't want to feel attractive? Right. Yeah. But let me let me share what motivates me because I've gone through a wide range of sports. I think simply saying that I just want to be attractive to the opposite sex or that I have any weird health, uh, like side effects of being unhealthy. I've always been active. So I've never really mm. felt stuff like that. Mm. And one thing that I always say to people who are fi- like not finding the motivation to work out as well as like, if you could be in my body for one day and you just you get a sense or a feel of how easy your body moves, how like high levels of energy you have consistently throughout the day. There's no mental fog, like anything you want to do. You always have the motivation to do it, but that's from more of like a biological sense. Right. That's just because I've been working out for so long. And because I genuinely have a love for working out and food is like, okay, it's like, I'm not a foodie. I appreciate good food, but I don't go out of my way to make everything that I eat taste good. So I really have no issues having a good diet. Mm. Yes, I do have sugar cravings. Sometimes I go and get a whole large pizza and just scarf it down. (laughs) But I only do that when I know that I've earned it. Like, I don't know, maybe the whole week I met all my goals at work. I met all my paces for my runs you know, etc. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But a list of things that motivate me outside of just my love for working out in the way that it makes me feel mentally and physically, I definitely want to look attractive, you know, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all this running's making me look like a chopstick. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but on top of that, too, from my childhood, I never really was good at anything. I was never good at one thing. So when I started growing into my body and kind of finding my athletic abilities, I was like, wow, this is actually something that I am good at. And you could point at a random person Mm -hmm. on the street or in our friends group, and there's a pretty high chance that I'm faster than them, maybe stronger than them, can jump higher than them, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's that's a source of pride for me. Okay. A yeah. huge source of pride. Knowing I know I, that could be a little egotistical, maybe, to just like look around in my own head, be like, I'm better than you. I'm better than you. I'm better than you. You know. I mean, but that's a little only... ego never hurt nobody. Exactly. Exactly. I don't. I keep it in my head. <laughs> I don't say it out loud and just bash on people. Right. And if it if it motivates me to get up and go do something then shit yeah on top of that too you know my my family was never really around for like my athletic stuff or never really cared much mm-hmm. if i was skinny or fat all they cared about that i was healthy you know 
Yeah. So they couldn't give a shit if I ran a marathon. They couldn't give a shit if I work out every day or have muscles or don't have muscles, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's no motivation for me from that sense. And that's one thing. Uh, this this could be another topic for another day, but I'm regressing towards like the caveman lifestyle, you know, mm. eating less food, eating whole foods, like clean stuff that are not processed. And yeah. that, you know, getting sunlight, being actually being outdoors, getting a standing desk. So I'm actually not being slouched over in my office chair all the time, yeah. but that's a whole different story. Um, right. So I mentioned the physical and the mental benefits of working out my family not really motivating me at all to work out looking good for it doesn't even have to be potential suitors it could just be everybody right yeah anybody and one thing that i do definitely brag about too is i have no hesitation just taking off my shirt wearing super short shorts and just going out for a run mm -hmm. i have like i have worked for this body Yes, right. I have a fast metabolism, but nowhere near as fast as some of the people that I know. I still watch my diet. I still drink a lot of water. And I'm proud of everything that I've worked for till now and keeping that. Mm -hmm. Keeping what I've worked for is another huge motivational point for me. Right. Yeah. There is like no fucking way I'm letting whatever I have right now slipping away from me. Also, just as a side note and a funny story, I have a bet with my aunt because she told me that she was like, oh, once you get married and you have kids and you have res adult responsibilities, you're definitely getting fat. And I was like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> so I told her that I would buy her a Ferrari if I ever got fat. So all right. Yeah. We, so we if I to, we need to measure your body fat percentage every I month know. after you get married. I yeah. We'll we'll, <laughs> we'll take care of that. I, I still got a few years. Don't stress me out. <laughs> but yeah, that's just a funny side note. But um, yeah, if you want to add on to any of that while I think about some more things that motivate me. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just wanted to touch upon all the things we've said so far. They they can be broken into like two sections all the things that you've listed as that motivates you mm -hmm. like, it can be broken into internal motivation and then external motivation so for for what i had said internally just being more healthy not having weird random health issues and just feeling better about myself that's what internally motivates me to work out and, and stay fit or get fit. <laughs> right. Um, and then externally, it would be like what we both kind of mentioned is, you know, attracting other people, yes. showing off your body, like making, making it so that you're physically better than the person sitting next to you. Right. And Those would be like external factors. Exactly. To motivate. And I'm sure it's pretty easy to classify from all the things that I have mentioned from my side, if it's internal or external. But I have two more, I guess, internal motivational factors that I want to mention too that I'm hoping that some of the people listening could relate to. Like, I'm sh within my friends groups, you know, I have a couple friends groups back home from where I'm from and a couple friends groups here in Chicago. 
And just by the, uh, I guess, elaborating on that whole thing of like, you know, pointing at some random person and me being fairly confident that I'm athletically better than them. Even in our friends group in college, and I know for a fact my friends group back home in Houston, I was the most athletic guy in our friends group back in Houston. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of the athletic people in our friends group here in Chicago. It is almost intoxicating to me. At least let me let me take a specific example from my friends group back home in Houston. Anytime they are playing a basketball game and they want to win, I get chosen first. If anytime they're playing a soccer game, dodgeball, pick your sport. Mm-hmm. I get chosen first. Right? Yeah. That's a huge source of pride for me. Because there's one thing that I am known for in our friends group. And not everybody in our friends group has one of those things, you know? Right. I, in, at least back home in my friends group in Houston, I try to be as funny as I can. Mm-hmm. But I'm still not the funniest guy in that friends group. Yeah. But I know I'm the most athletic. But just to counter that, wouldn't you classify, at least I would classify that as something that motivates you externally because that's a some uh, it's the the pride and the attention yeah and all that is coming from a source outside yourself you're right actually shit i didn't think of that so wouldn't that be more of an external motivator You're right, actually. Now I'm now I'm having a hard time distinguishing if it's internal or external. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That that's what we we need we need to happen. Yeah. We need to get your gears turning. So how do you feel? What I what about what, what what I just mm. said? <laughs> I would now that I think you convinced me. I think it's more external because I I put in the work that I need to do, right? But I have no control over how other people perceive it maybe one of the friends groups that I don't really hang out with don't really give a crap if I'm athletic or not. So I think it is external. Mm -hmm. It's an external motivation factor, but I guess the deciding factor between if it's internal or external is that, is it in your control and is it not in your control? Right. And, and internal means like, a goal that you're only trying to accomplish for yourself. Yes. And it's determined by your own values. And then, which I, I feel like maybe I'll take back what I said earlier, how they can easily be distinguished between internal and external. Cause what you've said so far, the one, the one thing about, you know, impressing and being prideful and, uh, to your friends and your friends groups and other people that mm-hmm. is a own value you value that yourself and yes. then other people can also um validate that right i so guess there's two guess aspects it's, to that it's right a, it's like a internal and external <laughs> motivator <laughs> exactly yeah yeah i have no control over if they appreciate what i what i am good at and then i have control over whether I choose to accept it, you know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. okay, you could brag about me, but do I even care? Right now to segue a little bit more. Um, I know we've been talking about like what motivates you 
internally and externally, but there there also should be some type of goal or goals that yes. you're working towards. Not maybe not just in working out, but just in general. Um now when it comes to goals and working towards them, do you strive for progress or do you strive for perfection? Because I know myself I, as long as I'm progressing towards that goal, because I'll have like monthly or usually monthly, I'm trying to have more like long-term goals. I'm still, you know, thinking about what I want and how I want to do it and all that. But I know as long as, so for example, one, one goal that's relatively short, in the lifetime of us is mm-hmm. I'm trying to buy a house next year. Right. right. Um, and the way I quantify that is putting 30% of my paycheck into a separate savings account every month. Mm-hmm. So that's progress. There's no way to perfect that. Right. Right. Um, it's the money comes in. And all you have to do is just put it in an account, right? Exactly. So what, for you, even if it's not that specific goal, how do you measure your goals? Do you, you, do you strive for progress or perfection? Living for progress is a very toxic way of living. Mm-hmm. Because some of the biggest achievements in a person's life are a result of two years of hard work with no progress, three years of hard work, 20 years of progress, sorry, 20 years of hard work with no progress. Just because you're not seeing results doesn't mean you're not progressing. But a majority of people quantify progress with results, right? There's nothing else comes to mind for me right now. Like how else would you quantify progress? Like, other than physically seeing something or quantifiably seeing a number, you know, your weight drop mm-hmm. or your VO2 max increasing, unless you see one of those things, you're not happy. But a lot of the times, at least like as a specific example to athletics, some days you have bad days. And if you push yourself a little too fucking hard, and try to get, try to hit that pace, try to hit that time, try to hit that weight. You're going to injure yourself and you're out for a year. Yeah. So, and it's also very stressful to live that way. Mm-hmm. To constantly be like every day you woke up and you're like, did I become better today? That's why I hate the saying that just be a better person, better version of yourself than you were yesterday. Right. That's impossible. Yeah. I think um, an uh, an alternative to that quote would be just be a better person than you were three months ago. Mm-hmm. That's plenty of time to put in some sort of hard work and see at least a tiny sliver of progress. And I think that should be enough. Mm. But I definitely... What, what was the other... Um, Perfection. After progress? Perfection. Perfection, yes. I definitely strive for perfection. 
But perfection doesn't have to be hitting these preconceived goals that you put out for yourself, you know? Like at work, as soon as I usually on my way to work, on my bus ride, I will start taking mental notes of everything that I have to do for that day. Mm -hmm. But the second I get to work, that never happens. I'll immediately get an email from this person. I'll get an email or a call from that person asking me to do something that's not on the list of things that I planned for that day. I mean, I, I, I've just to go off of that, mm. instead of making a mental note for myself, I f- physically write my to-do list of things I need to like finish that day. Okay. And, gotcha. and the, just to counter what you said about how it's toxic to, to be, thinking of progress every day i i think maybe we need to look at it in a in a different light just like progress to me means i've worked towards that goal today okay so now we're just talking about different definitions of progress right because because you're saying progress as in progress is results quantifiable results right yes and that would be an external quantifiable result for me internally as long as i'm working towards that goal every day i feel like i'm progressing forward but i think that's that's perfection routine have keeping in a habit of something maintaining a routine is perfection then that that's the same thing as saying like you know you keep doing something every day you don't necessarily see results but you know that you're getting better you just have like this gut feeling that one day you'll just wake up and you'll see what you wanted to see prog yes that's what i mean by perfection i also mean just doing something every day okay it could be the perfect day like you wake up on time without hitting the snooze button you brush your teeth like everybody does, but you also floss and you mouthwash just to make your day a little better, you know? I don't think you worked out. Oh, you're that type of guy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, that's a different way of thinking about it too. But, um, and then, you know, you get to work, everything goes accordingly. You get home, you have a clean, nice dinner. You know, you get what I'm trying to, you, yeah, you get yeah. where I'm trying to go with this. Yeah. I think that's perfection. Maintaining a routine, you're just... When I mean progress, I mean you're not looking for progress. It could be happening in the background. You're just not paying attention to it. Right, exactly. You just enjoy the process. Enjoy the fact that you get to do this every day. Mm. Right, like you you, you get to wake up. You have a roof over your head. Right. You know, you have money coming in. Mm -hmm. Yes, there was a whole lineage of people in your family that worked hard for you to get to this point so there's and there's another motivational factor too you want to keep it going you don't want to be the person who fucks up the family tree right you don't want to be the person that you know and that's one of the reasons why i would say me personally speaking for myself Mm -hmm. i'm good at saving money and i'm obsessed with investing and like passive income because i know how hard my family worked to get to the point where we're at yeah why should I just sit back and reap the rewards of their hard work? Mm-hmm. Yes, there's days that I do that. 
But a majority of the time, I'm working just as hard as they are. That makes sense. The The only reason I even brought up the whole progress versus perfection when it comes to goals is because I know this um, one of my friends who she, I feel like she looks for perfection mm-hmm. in her goals. Um, and then, so like she'll, she'll set a goal, like say getting a job or, um, getting into a master's program or whatever that may be. Right. Okay. So what, what she'll end up doing is she'll have that goal for like six months or a year. Here, I'll give you like the most recent example. She just, she had an internship over the summer. Mm-hmm. And her goal all last school year was to get that internship. And then she got it. Okay. Yeah. Right. She got the internship and then right. she's like, okay, this is not what I was feeling. What's next? <laughs> so she was striving for perfection and, and what she got wasn't the feeling that she would thought she thought she would get after getting the internship. Okay. From your story, the one the one thing that went through my mind and it might be just a synonymous way of what you're saying of striving for perfection is that she's just not content with what she has exactly yeah but is that the same thing i'm confused is constantly striving for perfection also mean that you're not content with what you have right now like do you actually stop to be like wow I got the internship that I worked six months for, mm-hmm. but the second you get it, you you don't even spend at least like a day being happy about it. I feel like you should celebrate, you know, celebrate, enjoy the internship, all that hard work paid off. You saw the light at the end of the tunnel and you got to the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. But if the second you get it and you walk into the internship, unless you have like shitty coworkers, and they completely tricked you during the interview and told you a completely wrong job description, mm-hmm. you should be happy that you got what you worked for. Yes, yeah, you should be. <laughs> so she's not happy at all? I mean, she's happy. It's just now it's what's like, next? what's next? What's next? What's okay, next? Okay, so I think that's just more content than it is striving for perfection. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Being grateful for what I have, but also being also not being content with what i have if wait yes no i i completely understand i that. hope I was, that made I was, sense like i was gonna say i was gonna yes. say that i was gonna say like that. while i'm working so suppose like just going off of the example that you gave me right i get the job that i want every day that i'm at work i'm super happy of where i'm at i enjoy the company of my coworkers, the senior engineers learning from them and just like, you know, taking a taking a second to look around at the office and just be like, shit, mm-hmm. I'm working for the company that I want to work for. Right. But then at the back of my head, I'm also like, this is corporate America. Mm-hmm. They'll fire you at any second. Right. Even if you're doing an amazing job, but you're just not making enough money for them. Mm-hmm. Boom, you're canned. They don't give a shit about you. Yep. But you give way too much of shit about them. So I start getting paranoid and I'll be like, all right. I got to learn as much as I can, as fast as I can, so that even if at the end of the year and I ask for a raise and they don't give me what I want, I can apply somewhere else and have 
have some sort of bargaining chips over my current company and just be like, hey, man, you know, I asked mm -hmm. for a 5% raise, but you're only giving me two. Mm -hmm. There's this company out here in, I don't know, LA that's giving me 15%. What do you have to say about that? So even though I stopped to smell the roses, I'm consistently striving for the next thing. Yeah. And I think, I think that, that balance of being grateful for what you have, but also having a plan for the future is mm -hmm. something a lot of people struggle with. Yes. And that's why I like recently started doing this just like maybe three or four months ago. I have a literal, literally a list of five things. I, I write, I write this down in my notes app every day, mm -hmm. five things I'm grateful for. And then five things that I'm affirming that I'll have in the future that, that, and I do that every night. Mm. So okay. that like keeps me in a mental check of, okay, I'm grateful for all these things. Like, simple things like i'm grateful for the roof over my head i'm grateful for the family i have i'm grateful right. for the friends i have i'm grateful for the health i have even though you know mm -hmm. i'm working towards a better thing so the uh, the couple of affirmations that i'll have here i'll, I'll literally i'll literally pull up my my affirmations right. and grateful notes from last night so you do that every night yep so it's like it's like the motivational shower anecdote that I made. You know, you gotta you gotta tell yourself why it's worth keep, to keep going every day. Yep, exactly. So yeah, this is from last night. Um, I'm grateful for life, mm -hmm. family, friends, money, <laughs> and <laughs> um, the gym. And then and that, yeah yeah. So one question I have for you is, is it just the same list that you're repeating to yourself every night or does it change? It does change. Okay. It changes. Um, and then my affirmations from last night were, I improve myself every day. Mm. I own my own home. I have a successful career and I'm financially independent. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. Well, the reason why I bought up is if it's the same list that you repeat to yourself every day is because using the same source of motivation consistently again and again and again, you'll just dry up. Yeah. That source. Right. And now you have not, like, like if you have the same list that you say to yourself every night again and again and again, and it's working, but you slowly start noticing that it's not really motivating you enough and then one day you just wake up or one night you know you're writing mm -hmm. down your list and you're like wow this isn't doing anything for me anymore <laughs> yeah that's why so, usually yeah, switch my, it up. my my things that i'm grateful for are pretty consistent right but the affirmations i have can change okay from like a month to month basis i guess gotcha i I come from a more harsher side of motivating myself. Mm -hmm. I don't really think about the things that I'm from a broader sense that I'm grateful for, like, you know, being healthy and stuff. I don't really think about that that often. 
yes, just like subconsciously, I'm happy about it. Sure, whatever. But I don't have to affirm, like, you know, affirmations. To, I don't have to t- tell myself that. Mm-hmm. I think I, when I say harsher, I'm coming from the mindset of thinking of the stuff that I don't have. Mm. What do I not have? And how badly do I want it? That's mm. what motivates me. Mm. There's, yeah, there's waves, like you mentioned, like a lot of people struggle with it. There's waves of gratefulness. Mm. And then there's waves of, I guess, not being grateful. I'm struggling to find the words to make that sentence sound better. But no, I, um, I, I, I get, think I get I'm, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm get, I think I'm still getting the point across. There's, it's, it's an art to finding the balance between being grateful and not being content at the same time. Like mm-hmm. when things get really, really hard, mm-hmm. really stressful and really depressing, yeah. that's when people sit down and like try to force stuff down their throat of why they should be happy. Yeah. But I, why do you want to wait that's that like long? super unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah. Take breaks, you know, from mm-hmm. time to time, tell yourself why you should be happy, but get right back to work. Exactly. Yeah. Don't just work, 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 work. You burn out and then you have to take a month off. Right. <laughs> and then, that's... then it also comes, the one question that comes to my mind is, like you were saying earlier, you're grinding every day. How, mm-hmm. how long are you going to do that? <laughs> are you going to grind until you die? Nobody ever really asks you, like, when is it enough? When have mm-hmm. you, when can you stop and be like, I've achieved everything that I wanted to achieve. There's some things that I'm doing that don't have an end goal mm-hmm. where I consistently are just going to keep grinding. For right. example, athletics. Mm-hmm. But then there's stuff more of like the real estate things that I'm doing or the work things that I'm doing. For me, I know exactly where I want to stop in terms of workplace. Um, what's the word? Workplace responsibilities. Hierarchy. Hierarchy. I know exactly where on the corporate ladder I want to stop. At least, and it changes because I'm still learning about the corporate ladder right now. But I reevaluate my decision every time I learn something new mm-hmm. about the ladder. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just going to keep saying that word ladder, and I hope everyone listening understands what I mean by that. But um, yeah, every time I learn something new about a position of somebody higher up in the ladder, I'm like, okay, is that something I want? Does that sound fun? Is that something I can handle? Mm-hmm. Is it worth the sacrifices? You know, that's some of the questions that I ask myself. And if I feel like it's worth it, mm-hmm. I increase my goal up one step on the ladder. Right. So I think over that course of consistently changing and me getting older and progressing up the ladder automatically, I'll slowly get to a point of equilibrium where I'll be like, okay, I'm stopping right here. I'm super happy where I'm at. The work is fun. The responsibilities are just at the right point where I have a good work-life balance. And I'm not stressed out all the time, you know? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who talk about like, oh, work is so stressful. I hate work. But they still go to work every day. They still work like 10, 12 hours. Yeah, because someone has to put the bread on the table. Right. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like work and real estate, stuff like money money stuff and like mm-hmm. stressful the stuff stuff that caused me stress mm-hmm. i have an end goal it's a mm-hmm. quantifiable end goal mm-hmm. it's not just like a generic term 
I know exactly when I want to stop and it could be quantified, but it's changing every day because I'm learning more about my industry and learning more about real estate every day. Right. So it would, it's, it would be the stupidest thing to do to just put an end goal for myself right now, not even knowing the potential that I could reach. But understanding what sacrifices need to be made to be able to achieve that, you know, top of the ladder, making millions of dollars, sometimes it really isn't worth it. So uh, that that end goal is reevaluated, I would say, once every other week, I would say. Oh, it's wow. something that, that I actually, awesome. yeah, I would actually sit down and be like, hmm, there's this guy at work who's, I would say, about 15 steps higher than me in the ladder. Mm-hmm. And I found out that his job is so stressful that he actually is taking anti-anxiety medication. I'll be like, fuck no. Yeah. (laughs) I'm definitely not going up to the 15th step. I'm, you know, so now I know that my threshold is at 15. Right. Right. And then maybe a week later, I found out that that guy, it just really isn't good at his job. (laughs) And he's faking it. Right. And he's in a position that he knows he can't handle. Then I'll be like, oh, wow. Okay. Maybe I need to learn more about the position and not the person in the position. Makes so sense. yeah, a lot of self-reflection, a lot of introspection, a lot of reevaluation. I'm My mind is definitely always in the future. Yes, I have regrets of stuff that I've done in the past, but it kind of just creeps up, but I'm good at just flicking it away Right, that makes sense. So to to kind of conclude, yeah, um, we should be living in the present, being grateful for what we have right now, but also striving for something better in the future. Yes, and find the balance. Find that balance, and I don't think anyone's there i know i'm not there no i'm not there either um but that's i guess where the ideal situation would be um and that 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 strive for betterness in the future comes from a mix of both internal and external motivating factors right i guess from my end, I would say plan everything as meticulously as you can up until the point where it starts getting stressful. Because I genuinely believe that that's one of the most foolproof ways that you can guarantee a successful future planning. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, you know, like you said, be in the present. But I think being in the future is has its benefits. Yeah. So again, balance. Mm-hmm. Stop to smell the roses, but as soon as you stop for a second, smell the roses and keep moving. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, don't don't just stop there sniffing all the roses. You know, <laughs> there'll be more. There'll be more. There'll be more roses further down the road. Just keep moving. Yeah. Yeah. So I, guess I like that. Kind, I like kind that. Of... Kind metaphor of to, I just used <laughs> <laughs> to kind of mix those two together is to 
and I guess we can we can end off with this, um, is to learn from your past, live in the present, plan, and strive for the future. Exactly. I agree. I agree. And with that, mic drop. <laughs> Honestly, this this subject, I think I could go much longer. So um... Definitely, yeah. There, there might be a part two. <laughs> there might be a part two. In the yeah, I think that was, that's the end of episode two. A couple, right, a few, few weeks, few weeks past due, but yes, um, a few weeks past due, but we always deliver. Definitely. Um, and if any of the listeners do have any other topics that you would like to submit, make sure to email us at yes, slide it our way show at gmail.com. Um, no dick pics like last time. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, but with that, have a good night, a good day, whenever you're listening. And take awesome. it easy. Take it easy. Peace out. Bye.